Thank you for joining this podcast today. I'm going to jump straight into it. So if you have your Bible, jump down to Mark chapter 6, verse number 30. I'm reading from the ESV and we're reading from verse number 30. The apostles returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. For many were coming and going and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a desolate place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they ran there on foot, wherever this was, they ran there on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion on them. That's Jesus. Because they were like sheep, without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. And when it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the hour is now late. Send them away to go into the surrounding countryside and villages to buy themselves something to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. And they said to him, Shall we go and buy two hundred denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? And he said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go and see. And when they had found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then he commanded them all to sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups by hundreds and by fifties. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to the heaven and said a blessing and broke the loaves and gave them to, to the disciples to set before the people. And he divided the two fish among them all. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up twelve baskets full of broken pieces and of the fish. And those who ate the loaves were five thousand men. Okay, so that is the miracle of the five thousand. This is where I want to get into the teaching. All right, from verse 45. Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side to Bethsaida. While he dismissed the crowd. And after he had taken leave from them, he went up on the mountain to pray. And when evening came, the boat was out on the sea, and he was alone on the land. And he saw that they were making headway painfully, for the wind was against them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. He meant to pass them by, but when, he saw, when they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and cried out, for they all saw him and were terrified. But immediately he spoke and said to them, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. And he got into the boat with them. And the wind ceased. And they were utterly astounded. For they did not understand about the loaves. But their hearts were hardened. So we're looking at Mark chapter 6. I read to you the... Miracle of the 5,000 first, but we're looking from verse 45. Now, when the disciples set off from the shore, Jesus goes up to the mountaintop. Jesus intentionally sends them off by themselves. So the storm is ordained. Let's just get that out there and make sure you understand this from the get-go. 
It's Jesus that told them, get into the boat and go to the other side. Omniscient Jesus already knew that there's a storm coming, and he sent them anyway. It's in the text. Jesus sends them to the other side. Now they run into a storm, and how's this? Jesus sees them struggle. Because Jesus is now on the mountaintop. He watches that boat go across. He sees them run into a storm. He can see them struggling, and he lets them struggle. He lets them struggle. Now, Jesus intends walking past the boat and had no intention of getting back on the boat. Jesus had the intention of walking straight past the boat. But because they got a glimpse of him walking on the water and he looked like a ghost and they were terrified, he got onto the boat with them. Now, the other uh, Gospels in Matthew and in Luke tell us about Peter getting out of the boat and Jesus walking Peter back to the boat. That is going to be a different podcast, so stay, stay tuned for that one. I'm concentrating just on Mark 6 in this teaching. Now, sometimes we may have to experience the absence of the presence of God after a miracle. Remember, this was immediately after the 5,000 got fed. Jesus goes to the mountaintop. He sends the disciples by themselves. The disciples are now sailing across this sea by themselves in the boat that Jesus told them to go. So you probably would um, experience separation anxiety. We know that Jesus is on the mountaintop and now we need to confront the storm on our own. We know that Jesus is on the mountaintop. He sent us away on our own. We are now crossing the sea. I'm talking about the disciples, okay? So when I say we, I'm referring to the disciples crossing the sea with this boat. They're in a storm. Now we have to face the storm. And we know that the one that can, the, the one that can stop the storm right now, he's, he's on the mountaintop and he's praying. Jesus is on the mountaintop. Now you're probably there and you're like, God, I need your help. Now I can see you. Because I know that you're on the mountaintop, Jesus. And I know that you can see me. And I I know you see me, Jesus. I know you see me, Jesus. You can see that I need help. I'm about to die in the storm. I'm about to die in the storm, Jesus. Now remember, fam, that this this storm takes place after the miracle of the 5,000. After the 5,000 have been fed, they picked up the remainder, put it in baskets, and took it with them on the boat. The scraps that were on the boat is the evidence of the miracle that they just experienced. In the boat is the 12 baskets that they picked up. It is the evidence that they just experienced with this Jesus. Right? The scraps of the bread and the fish are on the boat. Matthew 26, 26 says it like this. He took the bread and broke it and gave it to his disciples. Take this bread. It represents my body. So we can deduce just from there that the bread represents Jesus. (laughs) I know some of you have already got this, but listen to this. Listen to this. Matthew 26, 26. I'm going to read it again. He took the bread and he broke it and he gave it to the disciples. Take this bread. It represents my body. So then we can deduce that the bread represents Jesus. John 6.35, Jesus says, I am the bread 
of life. Let's go back to the story, guys. Let's go back to the story. They're on the boat. They're in the storm. They're on what, what seems like a death trip. Jesus seems like he's on a high place, the mountaintop, and he's praying. Okay? Jesus is on the mountaintop. You're in the boat. You have bread in the boat. And here's what God tells me. The bread is in the boat. The bread represents Jesus. So even though Jesus was praying on the mountaintop, he was still in the boat. Come on, you've got to get me on this one. You've got to get me on this one. The God that we serve is omnipresent. So he can be on the mountaintop and he can be on the boat all at the same time. He can be praying on the mountaintop in, the, in a moment of transfiguration. He will walk to you on the water. He will come to you on the water while you're struggling on that boat. Jesus is on the boat that you're on that's running into a storm. He's on the boat. So it may look like his presence is far away up on the mountaintop, but the Bible says that he is omnipresent. And this text just proves and reiterates the omnipresence of the God that we serve. Are you listening to me? I don't know what storm you're running into right now. I don't care how far God feels from you. But I'm here to tell you that you're on a boat and God is on the same boat. You're a believer. You've gone on his instruction. He's instructed you. Go over to the other side. And I'm here to remind you that he's on the boat with you right now. God is on the boat with you. He may seem like he's on the mountaintop only, but I'm here to remind you that we serve an omnipresent God who can be here and there, who can be this and that. Listen to me, family. The God that we serve is not limited. The Jesus that we serve didn't put us on a boat to kill us. He put us on the boat because that was the way of transportation. He needed us to go to the other side. He needed to remind us, using the storm, that I'm on the boat with you. I don't care how bad the storm looks. I'm on the boat with you. I pray that you are blessed by this teaching. Go in and read the scriptures for yourself. I read from Mark chapter 6. I read most of Mark chapter 6. Go in and read Matthew 26, 26 again. John 6, 35. I suggest reading the whole, the whole text so you can see the whole text in its entirety. And uh, you, you don't contextualize the text but I believe that the words I've used here are quotations from, from Jesus. And I've used it contextually so that you can see that he says, I'm the bread. I am the bread of life. If Jesus says those things, then I'm inclined to believe what he says. Start to believe what Jesus is saying to you today. I know you're in a storm. I know you're probably listening at me now and you're in a storm and you're like, Jesus, you're so far away. And I'm, I'm just trying to remind you that you know Jesus. Just remind yourself of the omnipresence of this God that we serve, the omniscience of this God that we serve. He's the one watching over you as you sail away into that storm so that you can remind yourself, I serve the Alpha and the Omega. I serve the beginning and the end and everything that's in between. He is my El Shaddai. He is my Jehovah Jireh. So go in faith today and believe that God is in your boat. Until the next podcast, I pray that you are blessed. In Jesus' name.
Amen. <laughs>